Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. Woo! We're heading into week four. Uh, later on in the show, Darren Ravel is going to join me, along with Simon Hunter, our professional betting friend, who is guiding us through the 1.5 million Westgate Las Vegas Super Contest, in which uh, we went 4-1 this past week. Um, we are currently... Uh, 10 and five after opening the first two weeks, six and two. So I haven't checked the standings. Uh, we're team action. You'll be able to check us out wherever you can find these super contest standings. But all I know is that 10 and five is a pretty good start. Uh, also on the show, joining me as he does every week, Bob Scucci, bookmaker. Scooch, I know you're feeling bad. I didn't get to finish the intro. We were so excited to play the music. Bob Scucci, (laughs) bookmaker at the Boyd Gaming and all the Boyd Gaming books throughout the worldwide of this country. Did that music make you feel better? It does, actually. It's very uplifting. I was in low morale, but uh, not feeling a little under under the weather. But uh, I hear that music and I just get pumped up. Listen, anybody who wants to hear Scooch and I talk like in real time in advance of the games, you got to listen to us on radio.com on Sunday, Sundays at noon Eastern. It is an exciting show. And I say that with all sincerity and um, genuineness because that's when the lines are moving. And so in real time, Scooch is having to change lines. Scooch has bets coming in for $10,000, $20,000, $30,000, real liabilities, and we're getting it all as it's happening on a show that is incredibly exciting as we talk about each game, much like we do here, only like if you are thinking about making your bet, then is when you want to make your bet. So please listen to that. Radio.com, Sundays at noon. Like I said, later in the show, Darren and Simon joining me. Are you feeling better because the Jets covered against the Patriots with two non-offensive touchdowns this past week in week three when they were 23-point underdogs? You have no idea. You know, we talked about it last week, how just one game and then actually just a couple of plays can turn around your entire day. And I can't emphasize enough. It wasn't a great day for most bookmakers in Vegas. 
But had the Patriots covered, it would have been another disaster. So two weeks in a row, uh, the, the week before last was when the Cardinals covered against the Ravens, and that saved our day. The Jets single-handedly saved our day yesterday, uh, or Sunday, I should say. And uh, uh, I'm very thankful for that because their offense, I, I have never seen so many batted-down passes. I had no confidence that, they, that, that, that the football would not even cross the line of scrimmage when, when Falk went back to throw. Yeah, it was pretty stunning, but I'm surprised to hear you say that you needed the, Jet, the Patriots so badly. Obviously, that killed every parlay, right? Like, that was all your liability. But, yeah. um, you know, the afternoon was so full of upsets Every single underdog covered in the afternoon. I'm just surprised that like that didn't make your day. Um, it helped. It helped to have you know a winning day. We had a small winning day, but uh, we just couldn't overcome the uh, uh, all, all the big parlays in the morning. I mean, the, the Cowboys was just uh, that was you know one of the, one of the worst. Uh, the, the Lion game was a big straight back game, so it was one of those days. And I often talk about. We need like a combination of games. We don't want all underdogs to co- to cover. We don't want all favorites to cover. We want a, a good 50-50 mix. And we also want maybe half of the big straight bet games to lose and knock out a couple of big parlay games. It has to fall like just perfect. And I'll tell you another big thing this past weekend that made the day not so great is the teasers covered. So the teasers, almost both sides, like you take the Dallas – uh, Miami game and the Jets Patriots game it didn't matter what side you teased you won so it was one of those weeks where uh, just just play a teaser or teaser card and you were going to be cashing. All right, so listen, now we're into week four. Boy, it's already going by in a freaking blur, right? Jesus, it, it really is. Yeah, I need NFL season to last at least six months. I don't know if I could last that long. It's, it's such a, you're at a, such a high fever pitch for the whole season. Uh, I, I don't know if I could sustain that long. It's too good for business. Everyone should download the Action Network app, the free Action Network app, stay up to date, get the latest lines, get betting percentages, money percentages, all that good stuff. Everything I'm talking about when I talk about percentages, I'm talking about from the Action Network app, which you can get. You can download it for free. First game on the board. So interesting. Baltimore now hosting Cleveland. Baltimore showing strong against Kansas City in the way they stuck with it. Cleveland struggling. What was this line? What was the look-ahead line for this game? Meaning the line that you guys had set sort of a week and a half or two weeks ago even. Uh, this one was like four and a half. Uh, so, and it might have even some. Yeah, so there was a big adjustment. Four and a half. The Ravens were favored by four and a half. So now the Ravens are uh, have their power rating has moved them up a combination of their power rating going up and Cleveland's going down is a combination of three points. You're at seven and a half right now. Uh, we actually went to seven, but we're getting all Ravens money. So uh, I, I would imagine I'm going to, I'm going to actually go to, <laughs> as I'm looking at this seven minus 20. I often, sometimes I don't see them until we're actually uh, uh, talking about them and then it just makes perfect sense. So uh, I'm going to move this to seven minus 20 right now. Line change. We got a line change. Yeah, that, you know the the Ravens are just uh, uh, they're impressing a lot of uh, a lot of the betters, and of course, like last week against the Chiefs, um, uh, that was a big cover for them. 
uh, and that was actually a good parlay game for us too. Everyone was 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 on the Chiefs, so uh, we're big we're big Ravens fans. They they did us well last week, uh, <laughs> but but really this I mean this offense is just really clicking. I mean I'm not going to put them anywhere on par with New England's or Kansas City's, uh, but uh, they're they're able to make big plays. They're able to convert on third downs. Uh, Lamar Jackson just looks very poised in the pocket. He need he runs when he has to. He he gets the first downs. Uh, so uh, and on the other hand, you know the, the Browns that first game out of the the first couple games out of the season, it, you know. The, the, all the thoughts of maybe they just hadn't gotten their legs under them yet and they had all high expectations. I mean, we're into week four, and there's just no sign yet of this Browns team being nearly as good as most people touted them uh, coming into the season. Yeah, I faded the Browns this week. I had the, I had the Rams, and I felt, felt really good about that. Hey, I forgot the uh, Thursday night game between – the sputtering along Philadelphia Eagles and the suddenly trendy to win the conference and maybe the Super Bowl Green Bay Packers. What did you yep. open this game at? I know it's been pounded on the Packers side. Ton of money. Yep. Ton of tickets. Yeah, two weeks. Well, I mean, Packers 3-0, and 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 they're drawing more and more money each week. Last week against the Broncos, that was one of our big parlay games, too. And we were on the losing end of it. I really, I really thought the Packers, after two kind of emotional uh, big wins against the uh, the Bears and the Vikings to open the season uh, would have a little bit of a struggle covering a big number against the Broncos, but they, they did. So now here we are again, uh, the three going into this game, three, and know, oh, we know all the money is going to be on the Packers. I went to five and a half. We opened four and a half on the game. I went to five and a half off of almost no money. I mean, just basically just a couple of thousand dollar bets. Uh, but I just, I just, I could see the trend, and we often talk about five being a dead number anyway. So I uh, just wanted to be on the safe side. Go to five and a half now, and uh, see if the, the sharp guys take it. If not, maybe you know we can be at six by game time. Did anybody take it? Not yet. No, I just went actually just before we came on the show. I just went to five and a half. Pre-show line change. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty quick, yeah. right? It was, yeah. This is a tough game. I'm not a buyer on either of these teams. I might sit this one out. I mean, I have to do it, by the way, remind everybody about Project 256, in which I'm picking every game. Uh, eight and eight this week. Needed strong showings on the primetime games from the Rams and from the Bears to get to eight and eight. It was a tough road. So I'm like, I'm still like 11 games up on the year. I think I'm, I'm 30 and 19 on the year in picking every NFL games. That sound right? Thirty and yeah, thirty and nineteen, um, which is downright stunning, Scooch. That's that's amazing. Yeah, it that is, is amazing. You know how I get that way? I'm smart. Like I look at these lines. I see you. I, I see Houston posted as a five point favorite, and I'm thinking that's crazy. They should be a touchdown favorite. You know why? Because Carolina, why? Carolina got lucky to get healthy and have a quarterback who doesn't really played going against Arizona. But Houston is a different team, and Carolina's defense is not the same defense that we thought it was going to be. So, uh, hi, I'll take the home favorite on a dead number. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we, we were looking at this one, and, and we were kind of tossed in the middle here, uh, kind of in that dead zone. And 
Houston has been kind of flying under the radar with a lot of the betters. They're typically not one of the, the most heavily bet games. Uh, even last week, uh, uh, most people bet the Chargers in that one, and even though we felt that uh, Houston was a pretty live dog in that one. So uh, coming off of that game, uh, I do think we're going to get quite, quite a bit more uh, Houston money. It's not really heavily bet right now. Uh, but uh, come uh, come game day, it'll be the ones that is in everyone's parlays. Here's another game I think I might go to five and a half. Maybe not right now because we're not getting that much action on it. But I I could see this line going up much uh, more likely than going down. Very interesting team. You know, it's like all year for the not just all year, like the past two years, I have been on Houston in every scenario. And for some reason, this past weekend, I decided I was getting off Houston and betting, betting Los Angeles, the Chargers. And that was a mistake. It was the only game I lost in the Super Contest. <laughs> that was your one? Of the, when you went 4-1, and one, that was your one loss? That was the one loss. Oh, jeez. I know. <laughs> ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Uh, here's an interesting one. They're all interesting, but here's an especially interesting one. Kansas City is a touchdown favorite on the road at Detroit. Yeah, so here's one that you talk about the look-ahead line was only about four and a half. And you you look at how I think we we dropped the ball with the Lions' uh, line against the Eagles last week. We opened the Eagles seven, seven and a half. That line went down to four and a half. I mean, largely because Alshon Jeffrey was out, Sean Jackson. So, I mean, there was injuries on the Eagles side that caused that line move. But even still, it was more than just the players being out. The, the, the sharp guys saw a lot of value on the Lions, and we just didn't have them rated high enough. So going into this game, uh, again, uh, this line is inflated, and the sharp guys took advantage of it. We hung, uh, we hung six and a half. Uh, and came and, and immediately took uh, took Lions action. We went down to six. It's one of our most heavily bet straight bet games, uh, but we realize no matter how much straight bet money we take on the Lions, we're still going to need the Lions because the parlays, it, it will be our biggest parlay game. It'll be Patriots and Chiefs on every parlay ticket. So realizing that, that's why the line is inflated to six, and, but it really should be closer to four and a half. Oh wow! That see, so what you're saying to me is there's opportunity on the lines. Absolutely. I mean, if there's value here, I, I mean, as a the wise guy that you are, uh, I would see some value on the lines here. Well, what worries me is that um, how do I bet against Kansas City? Well, I mean, <laughs> they're vulnerable. I mean, you saw that. I mean, the the, the, the Ravens, uh, the Ravens kind of backdoored covered uh, uh, last week so i mean uh, they're, they're not infallible but I, I we talked about that offense so many times i've never seen such an explosive offense for the big play i mean patriots are explosive in other ways but they do it with a lot of the shorter passes and just more efficiency uh the chiefs if you turn away to get a cup of coffee they might score 14 on you. you 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 walk away you come back it's like what what just happened i've never seen a team with the ability to strike so quickly with the big play, uh, so many weapons, uh, even with injuries, they still have. And, and Mahomes, I mean, people are talking about that he has the best arm in NFL history, not just in the NFL today. So that's quite a statement. And if you've seen him make these plays where he's falling away on his heels and he's able to throw the ball, uh, you know, a bullet 40 yards down the field, 
you would agree with it. So it's tough to bet against this team. I agree. Scooch, never, here, here's a rule, never drink coffee on Sunday afternoons when Patrick Mahomes is playing. <laughs> you might miss 14 points. Yeah. Speaking of New England, they are on the road, seven, seven and a half point favorites at the uh, Buffalo Bills right now. Such an interesting team, this Buffalo Bills team. Like, yeah. do, should they get any credit for beating the Jets, the Giants, and the Bengals? Like, I see the, I, I see so much value on the Patriots here, I can't even tell you. I know that sounds crazy. Like, the Patriots yeah. is more than a touchdown favor on the road. But the Bills, like, they're beating nobody. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, we, the, we were going to hang six and a half. And uh, that was probably the, the true number. And then we just inflated it. We said, if we're going to be six and a half, we know the parlays are going to come in on the Patriots. So let's just hang the seven. And and immediately uh, the sharp guys took the seven. So we didn't move the line, though. So we're taking some, some big bets on the bills from the sharp guys. But there's an awful lot of uh, decent-sized bets from kind of recreational bettors on the Patriots. So we know that, no matter, again, just like that Lions game, no matter – how much straight bets we take on the bills from the sharp guys, uh, we know we're still going to need the bills. So uh, uh, I, it's for this Bills team, I, I agree with you. I, I had mentioned I think that, that Josh Allen has made some improvements. I think you disagreed with me on that. Uh, but uh, uh, last week in the, in, in the first half of the Bengals game, they, they did look impressive. But, again, it's the Bengals, and then they let them right back in the game. So, uh, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in this Bills team. And even though everything tells you to take a touchdown at home, uh, not against the Patriots, this one would scare me. And I'd rather be on the high side here. Darren Ravel has a great stat. Uh, over the last 165 games, uh, so what is that, 10 years or so, the Patriots are 60% against the point spread. The next the next best team is the Green Bay Packers. Um who are at like 56% against the point spread. So think about that. Think about that. Like, Jeez, no that, kidding. that is insane. <laughs> insane. It really is. How do you, there's no value in betting against the Patriots. They've changed no, everything. I would just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, last week, you know, you, we did take quite a bit of uh, uh, big bets from, from sharp guys on the jets. It didn't nearly offset all the parlays, but, uh, you know, you, you really have to just like not watch the game if you're betting against the Patriots because it it can it can mess with you. You know what you got to do? What? Go get a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. <laughs> the yep. Oakland Raiders are visiting the Indianapolis Colts, who I think are finally, finally, getting a little bit of respect in the power ratings from bookmakers. They're a touchdown, a little bit more than a touchdown favorite, depending on where you look. Yeah, big adjustment. Colts every week uh, surprising people. And, uh, you know, going into the season, we said that the uh, Andrew Luck going down wasn't going to be as big of an impact as it, as a lot of people made it out to be. We still felt like the Colts uh, were a good team. Uh and with the recent covers and the recent wins, uh, we've made quite a bit of adjustment on them. Haven't adjusted the Raiders too much. So uh, this line might be a little inflated, and it might be that point where uh, it might be a little much for, for the Colts to you know, to cover a touchdown. I mean, the, old, the Raiders are bad, but uh, 
to come within a touchdown shouldn't be too difficult. So uh, this is a tough one for me. I, I wouldn't lay the I wouldn't lay the seven. Yes, yeah, the first week where I'm actually going to be skipping the Colts. I'm three and zero on the Colts so far, including last week, I believe. Either the Rams or the Colts and Scooch Roulette. I can't remember what that was. Did we take notes on that, Patrick? We did take notes on that. So we're going to let you know how we did because I've already forgotten. But we're going to play Scooch Roulette later in the show. Uh, and also, by the way, all of these games are going to move. And you can listen to Scooch and I figure out which way they're moving and which way the opportunities are going to be. Sunday mornings on radio.com. Download the app. Listen to us right there. Um, boy. The L.A. Chargers go on the road to play Miami. They're 16-and-a-half, 17-point favorites. They're not very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're struggling. Here's another team similar to the Browns that uh, a lot of high expectations. A lot of a lot of people felt that if anyone could kind of hang with the, the, the Chiefs and kind of uh, compete in that division, it would be them. But uh, they just – there's something wrong with that team. And uh, I mean, going into the season, uh, you wonder how much the Melvin Gordon holdout uh, had an effect on them, but um, 16 and a half points, you know, against the dolphins, here's another one where you almost have to just take the dolphins and just not even think about it with that many points. Um, you know, I, I just want to qualify something that, I, that I've been saying the last couple of weeks with, with the dolphins in that saying that they're, they're, they're not really, their their morale is keeping them from uh, from from playing. I didn't want to imply that the Dolphins are not trying. It's just when your morale is down, even when you are trying, you're 100. percent It just isn't that good. There's different situations. So you know, I I, I just want to say that because people said, well, you know, do you mean that the Dolphins are tanking or that they're deliberately trying to lose? And no, that was never kind of what I was saying. I just meant that when your morale is so low that even your best is just bad <laughs> and it comes across as just being like it looks like you're uh, like you're not trying. But uh, they, it seemed like I, I, I paid attention to that Cowboys game last week and uh, even though the Dolphins didn't cover, uh, they played most of that game competitively. They just they just got wore down at the end and just uh, a couple, couple of key turnovers. But uh, I, I think in this situation, the Chargers are not the Cowboys, and uh, I think the Dol- I think the Dolphins should cover this number. Yeah, I kind of agree, but it makes me sick to my stomach to bet the Dolphins. Yeah, you can't you can't watch them. You really can't. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's just so bad, <laughs> so bad. But their but their defense, you know, it, like I said, if they don't get worn down, if the offense can stay on the field a little bit, give the defense a little breather, uh, the defense can keep them close. It's just uh, the offense just can't move the ball. All right, let's go to my least favorite team in the NFL, the Atlanta Falcons, who are four-point favorites at home over the Titans. All of a sudden, this feels like two boring Southeastern nondescript teams that nobody cares about playing in a game that's only going to get watched because some sucker is thinking he knows or has an angle on either the Titans or the Falcons when there is zero angle to be had on this game. There is no upside to betting this game. I bet you've gotten zero wise guy bets on this game in either direction. Uh, we actually did get a couple. I wouldn't say them real. they're real big 
uh, bets, but from some sharp guys, when we first hung the number on Sunday night, we hung five and a half. Uh, Falcons minus five and a half, and that probably was on the high side. So they took five and a half. We went to five. They took the five, and we went straight to four. We skipped we skipped four and a half. So uh, the ticket count's dead even on it, and it's not a heavily bet game. Uh, but the initial plays were on the Titans. All right. Well, listen. If you had told me you opened at five and a half, I would have changed my tune. <laughs> yeah, at four, you you know that they're not going to be playing it. At four, yeah. no. But at, at four, betters care as little about this game as anybody else yeah. in the NFL cares about these teams. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. We're a little high on the Falcons. We shouldn't be. I mean, last week I I think you and I disagreed on the game, and you, you were right, of course, as you normally are. Uh, so, uh, we clip that, two, two, clip that, <laughs> let's run it back. Oh, uh, geez. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> it, it must um, be the fever. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. But, uh, but we were too high on them and, and it took us a little too long to adjust. Uh, we, uh, we thought, you know, the first game against the Vikings, we gave them a pass and then, uh, Against the against the Eagles, you you said that they had gotten lucky in that one, and they're probably right. And then uh, last week, you know, so yeah, we're we're finally at the point we're we're moving this line quickly. So uh, st- still not a hundred percent accurate on this Falcons uh, power rating. Speaking of adjustments, we talked last week about Daniel Jones and Eli Manning and how you made zero adjustment in the Giants line um, in the Giants number, and they were six and a half point dogs to the Bucks. Yeah. Yep. Then Danny Dimes breaks onto yep. the scene. Now the Giants are two and a half point favorites at home against Washington. Tell me what you did for some adjustments. Well, uh, we we made a little bit of an adjustment on the Giants based on the performance, and then of course last night we actually just hung this line uh, uh, after the Monday night game where. You know, Washington really didn't show much. So slight adjustment on the Giants. We hung the three-point favorite, which is probably a little higher than we would have uh, going prior to going into this weekend. So uh, probably about a one, one-and-a-half-point adjustment. But ironically, we're um, as I'm watching right now, we're getting Washington money. So we just went to three-even money. We were at three-flat. We got some Washington money. We're, we're at three-even. And we're still getting some Washington money. We might actually go to two and a half on this one. So uh, um, the, the sharp guys aren't necessarily a believer in uh, uh, in the Giants after just one performance. So uh, uh, they like they like the three points in this one. Wise guys, skeptical after one performance. I can't believe it. That. <laughs> That can't doesn't be right. sound like them, does it? I no, will tell you, I, know. I like the Giants as a short home favorite in this game. If you go to two and a half, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd yeah, you'll get, jump on that. Yeah, you'll get two and a half. You know, I, I think I think the public will probably want to lay the, the number with the Giants, uh, especially at two and a half. But, uh, you know, like I said, this line would have been about one and a half, two prior to this weekend. Uh, so, so. It, it is a little inflated, but not much. I mean, a, a field goal at home is what you would expect. Uh, so, uh, yeah, if you're looking to bet the uh, the Giants, you'll easily get two and a half. Here's your most lopsided number on the board, where I think you made your biggest mistake. Tampa Bay is a double-digit dog on the road at the Rams. Um I have been impressed with the Rams all season. I feel like they've played really physical games in tough spots. 
on the road across the country, beating Carolina, taking the best shot from New Orleans in a rematch game, going back on the road, hostile environment in Cleveland. Really impressed with what they've done. Aaron Donald is just so freaking good. All that said, the Bucs are a much better team than people think. And to me, they're entering like, if the Colts in the first three weeks of the season were undervalued, the Bucks are now entering that undervalued phase. And I think a lot of it's about like, look, they beat, they lost to the Niners in week one against the Niners team that is probably just better than people thought. Then they beat the Panthers right. in week two um, in a really hard game. And this past week, like, they got caught in some magic. You know, the Giants, there was just something special happening there. And this is a team that ordinarily, defense is playing really well, and Jameis Winston, Winston is throwing better and playing better than he ever has. And I love Bruce Arians as a coach. There's no way I'm not taking the Bucks at plus 11 against the Rams. Well, we're not at 11. Uh, we actually wanted to open this game nine. Uh, we opened nine and a half in, in, instead, and the first bets out of the gate were uh, on the Rams. Uh, a lot of places in town went to 10, so we followed, went to 10, and I, I think um, people are still betting the Rams. I'm watching this this number actually go up as, as we speak, uh, but... Uh, I don't mind needing Tampa Bay in this one with the big number. I know it's going to be a heavily uh, bet parlay game, and you know, with only uh, you know kind of a handful of afternoon games, it's going to be really high profile. Uh, but uh, I, there's something this Rams team is not the same Rams team uh, from from last year. Uh, they're not they're not dominating uh, as people would expect. I mean, they're they're <sighs> You know, when you're talking about the class of the NFC, you would automatically want to point to the Rams just based on last year. Uh, but I, I honestly feel like uh, right now I, I would probably put teams like the Packers ahead of them, even the Saints without uh, without Drew Brees. I mean, I they're not they're not something's uh, amiss with that offense. Jared Goff doesn't look particularly sharp. So uh, I think 10 is, is <laughs> it's a tough number if you have to lay, and I don't mind needing Tampa Bay in this one. All right. I'm going to be on Tampa Bay. You're going to need them from me. All right. I don't know what that, I don't know what that means. What I just said. Kind of. <laughs> just sounded tough for a second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's another interesting one. Arizona's a five-point dog. I don't know what you have it. At uh, hosting Seattle. Obviously, I think there's some impact from this past weekend that is influencing the number you set. Yeah, this one is, again, a little inflated here. Um, uh, we're not getting a whole lot of action on this one. I, I, I don't think the public can really figure out Seattle yet. They Going into the season, they would have liked to think that they're kind of be one of the dominant teams. Um they're, the parlays are definitely on on Seattle, probably at about a four to one ratio. Um, we took one sizable bet on the Cardinals at plus five, and we went down to four and a half, and we're sitting at four and a half right now with with no action either way at at four and a half. Um, again, being one of the afternoon games, we know that that the public is going to be on the Cardinals. So, uh, boy, I, I'm, I'm sorry, the public will be on the Seahawks, not the Cardinals. Um, so we're we're gonna we're gonna need the Cardinals in this one. Um, 
but it's not it's not real heavily bet. I'm gonna want the Cardinals in that game. Yeah, you know the the the, the Seahawks. You know, if you're looking at statistics, I think you can throw out some of the the, the big plays that they had in in last week's game. Like, you, you know, a lot of times you're looking at, oh, okay, well, watch a Wilson threw for 260 yards, and you know the offense is still there. And uh, the, they're another team that uh, you know can't can't seem to cover as big favorites. Um, so on the road, laying four and a half, I think that's a. If I had to play the game, I would certainly want to take the points with with the Cardinals. Chicago Bears, two-and-a-half-point favorites uh, at home against Minnesota. Good God. The Bears suck. And I don't want to talk about last night, like, um, uh, like them getting healthy this Tuesday afternoon against the Redskins. Like, the Redskins are not a very good team. And so yeah. Mitch Trubisky against that backfield when he only has to make one read is going to look good, right? Uh, yep. I take Minnesota as an underdog yeah. in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Uh, the team and I kind of had a lot of conversation about this one, whether to open two and a half or three. So we decided on three even money. Uh, but uh, I, I really like this this Vikings team. I've been kind of uh, a, a little high on them just uh, going into this year. So uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to put our put ourselves in position where we're kind of need the Vikings as often as we can uh, had no shot of doing it last week against the Raiders, but uh, it, this, this team looks much, much more impressive than the bears. So give me three points, even though they're on the road, I, I think that's the right play here. Jacksonville uh, visiting Denver. Denver is a three point favorite. How do you make Denver a three point favorite anytime, anywhere? There's no way on a neutral field. These teams are even Jacksonville is a much better team. Agreed. This is another team that I don't think we've uh, caught up quickly enough on uh, on the Broncos' rate. Had them rated a little too highly going into the season and and got burned a few times. Um, the uh, you know start you know I, I think we've made a little bit of an adjustment off of Week One. So in, in other words, the Broncos were playing the Raiders. We opened the Raiders a two and a half point favorite in Week One, and that line swung five points in the other direction and the Broncos close a three point favorite. So when we look at line moves, regardless of whether we win or lose the games, we say we made a mistake here. We don't ever want to see a four or five point line move without any significant injuries in, in, in the game. So um, I think we made a little bit of an over adjustment on the Broncos and we're not quick enough to uh, correct that. And this, the only thing I will say is just, the, the Jaguars going into the high altitude and you know, it might be a spot where Minshew finally comes back uh, to, to, to reality here. Uh, but uh, I think, I think three points is probably, if you're going to take a side Jaguars plus the three is a lot more value than laying the three on the Broncos. All you keep telling me on this podcast is that you made shitty lines. It happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, um, just as we were talking, though, uh, I just took a pretty big bet on the Bears. So uh, I was at two and a half on the Bears as we were talking about that. So I'm going to go back to three even money on this. Line so change. Give me one second. Another. <laughs> yep. 
Okay, we're good. That was the most exciting three seconds in podcasting. The tension that I felt in the silence when you were making that line change was <laughs> incalculable. <laughs> oh, man. I hope people didn't lose the thread on that. Uh, this is going to be the biggest game of the day. Dallas is visiting New Orleans, the resurgent Saints, with uh, Teddy Bridgewater looking like the pro bowler he once was, and the Cowboys really looking like the class of the NFC. Uh, if you've got yeah. them at 10-1 to 1 to win the NFC like I do, you probably feel pretty, pretty, pretty good. You've got them as a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Tell me what you're thinking, and where's the money coming? Well, we're, we're trying to offset all the... Uh the cowboy parlay money that we've been getting uh, you know, the last few weeks. Um, so, so we opened the Cowboys a three-point favorite. Probably, maybe, maybe it is on the high side. The sharp guys are all over the Saints in this one. It is our most heavily bet straight bet game. Um, and ironically, the parlays are not as lopsided as I thought they would have been. So, uh, I, I think the Saints performance last week without drew Brees convinced a lot of the general public that uh you know in a high profile game the big sunday night game at home uh even going against a, a formidable team like the cowboys uh that they feel like the uh, uh the saints are a live dog here so uh i don't, I don't know i think i think three is probably the right number i think this is one of the games we just sit back let them bet it we don't move off a of three and uh let the, let the chips fall where they are. You are a gambling man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to sway anything. I'm not going to, you know, I know if I go two and a half, they'll lay the Cowboys. I know, I know if I uh, go to three and a half, they'll take the Saints. So uh, I'll just leave it here. Um, looks like we might actually need the Cowboys in this one, so that won't be the worst thing. I love the Cowboys right now. Love them. Uh, Monday Night Football. Blah blahs versus the blah blahs. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> this is a craptastic game. God. Yeah. So Sin- let me let me say who it is. Cincinnati yeah. visiting Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a okay. four point favorite. Ugh. Yeah. I did not think the wise guys would get involved in this one, but they jumped on the Bengals, which I don't understand. Uh, the only thing I could think of is kind of similar to the Giants game, where just kind of one good performance uh, from a, from a new quarterback isn't enough to, to sway him. But in this case, I mean, <laughs> Mason Rudolph didn't look good, uh, so <laughs> I, I could understand uh, them playing the Bengals in this one. Yeah, I could too. I mean, the Bengals have been one of those teams. I I think, obviously, they laid an egg in Week 2 when San Francisco was visiting. But I think they're more like the team that is a little bit stingy and can get into a decent rushing attack with Joe Mixon and have Andy Dalton be somewhat accurate. I will never bet them again. I bet them against the Bills uh, and felt lucky to get out of there. Um, But I do think they're the right side here. Yeah. um, (laughs) It's just a tough game. Uh, I, the, the the public will be on the on the Steelers. Uh, sharp guys on the Bengals. Um, probably not going to move the line a whole lot. Uh, not much more to say on it. Nothing to say. Don't have a feeling. Nothing no. to say. No one wants no. to talk about it. Guess what time it is, no. Scooch? Ooh, Scooch Roulette. Let's go. 
I like to wait until that last note has really been rung out. <laughs> Scooch. Who goes first? Last week, Bob Scoochie chose Detroit plus seven. Detroit plus seven. Nice job, Bob Scoochie. Chad Millman chose Indy minus two. Nice job, Chad Millman. We have winners all around. <laughs> all right. Scooch, why don't you go first this week? Me go first. I, boy, I, I, I just don't like it, but I, I, I don't think I've ever played the Patriots on Scooch Roulette, but this, this is a, this is a, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay points on the road, which goes against everything in me. But this Patriots team, I I just don't see the Bills hanging with them. Wow. Road favorite of more than a touchdown. Yeah. All right. You know what I'm gonna do? What? <sighs> Give me the Houston Texans minus four. Wow. Four. Where are you getting four? No, wait. I don't want that anymore. I want... Uh, I, You're I making the, your own lines, too. The, the, line, <laughs> the line moved on me. The line moved on me. Um, I don't... I, give me Tampa Bay plus 11. You don't have it at 11. What do you have it at, 10? I have it at 10. I think right. most places are at nine and a half and ten. All right, give me Tampa Bay nine and a half. I mean, give me Tampa Bay ten. Can't even speak okay. anymore. I think I think yeah. I'm getting sick from you. Yeah, over the phone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen. I think we got our games. I think we got our games. All I'm right. on Tampa Bay plus ten. You're on New England minus seven and a half. Everyone can listen seven. to us on uh, minus seven. seven. Good lord. Everyone can listen to us on radio.com Sundays at noon. Stick around. We're going to do our Westgate Super Contest picks. Me, Dan Ravel, Simon Hunter, coming up very soon. Thanks, Scooch. You got it. Thanks. Bye. Okay, we're back. It's time for the Pick'em Contest section of the show. Last week, Darren and I went 4-1 and one with help from our very good friend, professional better, Simon Hunter. The only game we lost, we had the uh, Vikes minus eight and a half. We had the Bengals plus six. We had the Rams minus three. three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we had the Colts. Colts minus one. Minus one. Right. The only game we lost were the Chargers. Minus three. Minus three. Against the Texans. Darren is learning what it's like to be a gambler yeah. and having his Sundays be held hostage to the vagaries of Phillip Rivers, which is really what it comes down to. Yeah, not good. I mean, the kid, the guy could make kids, but that's pretty much it. Wow. That's not a nice thing to say. I'm not, the, I'm not being nice today. He's a... I he's wanted a, that 5-0 and o so badly. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I know. I know. Don't, don't points bet uh, uh, the under. Just... You, were you trying to do a promo there? I don't... People... Not everyone knows what points bet is. Okay. So, but I'm going to... You know what I'm going to do? Yep. I'm going to do a very organic, natural-sounding points bet promo. Okay. Because anybody could go to points bet right now and uh, use the promo code ActionPod, and you get a 200% deposit match with no strings attached. You deposit 50 bucks, you bet with 150, you're getting six to one odds 
on an even money bet. That's crazy. It's crazy not to go sign up. I'm not saying who you should bet. I'm not saying that that I'm not saying anything about the games. I'm just saying if you're a better, and chances are you are, if you listen to this podcast, you should be going to take advantage of this. Signing up at points bet. Action pod is the promo code. Um, 19, so there's 19 different sports books that are mobile in New Jersey. Um, in New Jersey, points bet offers the most options of any uh, mobile book in terms of per per game. Uh, how easy it is to tease whatever you to take whatever you want. You can pick your own line, pick your own spread, pick your own market. It's uh, it's pretty good. I mean, we're going to do even more points bet promos because that that wasn't even the plan in this particular okay. instance right now. Um, but I did it right there. All right, Darren, we got to choose five games. Simon's going to be on the phone. He's going to come to us with his leans. He's going to explain to us why the Super Contest is starting to get a little bit harder, give us some game theory. Mm-hmm. First, and, I'll pick mine, and then I'll pick what you think, what I think you will you Let's will do pick. that. Do okay. it that way. All right, we start out with New England and Buffalo, because uh, Joe Q. Public right here uh, has to go with the Patriots. I mean, it's seven. Um, it's free money. Uh, I just if, if you look at the Patriots, they're the only team that uh, over the past nine years is above 60% against the spread. Um, I just think it's the hardest number to call, and they, you know, they would have covered uh, against the Jets had... Uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda? Jared Stidham. No, that's a real woulda, Don't shoulda, build coulda. houses on woulda, coulda, shoulda. Okay, fine. We're going New England, minus seven, Buffalo. Uh, I also... Uh, I am not taking, by the way, the Chargers as 16-and-a-half-point <laughs> I know you thought I was going to do that. I'm not doing that. Uh, I do like the Chiefs as six-point favorites over the Lions. I do like Daniel Jones as three-point favorites over the Redskins. What I saw last night was beyond horrific. Terrible. 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 Um, We're recording this Tuesday afternoon. He's talking about the Redskins on Monday Night Football. Yes, yes, sorry. Uh, And then I do enjoy the Vikings as two-and-a-half-point dogs versus the Bears. I loved what they looked like. And I'm going to take the Cowboys as three-point favorites over the Saints. Now, I'll tell you what you'll pick. You're going to pick the ones that, just to show that you're a sharp guy, you're going to pick the ones that are tight. So you're going to take uh, Green Bay over Philly, four and a half. You're going to take uh, the Texans over Carolina, five. You'll take Pat's Buffalo, because I've convinced you. Uh, you're going to take Indy over Oakland by a touchdown. And you're going to take uh, Tampa Bay to cover against the Rams, nine and a half. Wow. Let me tell you something. You're no dummy. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting really... Because you like to show how sharp you are. You're getting really, really good at this. Uh, number one, Green Bay at four and a half, I would almost definitely take... I don't want to bet the Thursday night game. Okay? For, like, Fair. I, I don't want to bet the Thursday night game. The Texans minus five, I'm really interested in. I actually feel like, and Scooch and I talked about this, and I want to get Simon's take on this when uh, when he comes on. Um I actually feel like the Texans are so undervalued right now and Carolina is so overvalued because of what they did this past week. 
different circumstances. Like Carolina on the road at Arizona, perfect spot for them to look really good. Carolina on the road at Houston, second week in a row against a team that is starting to come into its own. You're right. They got no credit for last week. So I think and that game opened at four, got bet up to five. So I think the line, I think I've lost value on that. By the time the Westgate numbers come out, which is what we have to bet tomorrow. Five and a half, six. It's going to be too high. Uh, Pats, 100% with you. Um, Indy, Oakland, opposite of Houston, Carolina to me. I feel like Indy, everyone's caught up to the market. We're 3-0 on Indy at this point in the year uh, because we were getting really good numbers. Um, so I'm off of Indy. Tampa, 100% all in. Like, listen, I would go to points bet right now. <laughs> I would use promo code ACTIONPOD <laughs> right now. That's what I would do. And you know what I would do? I would put down my money, and I would say I am going to get a 200% deposit bonus with no strings attached. I'd deposit my $50. I'd bet with $150. I'd be getting 6 to 1 odds on even money bets, and I swear to God I'd use it all on Tampa Bay right now you because would. that's how much I love Tampa Bay. I'd go to points bet. I'd use, I'd use promo action pod, and I'd bet my $150 okay. with my uh, 200% deposit match. Okay, so let's now get together. Uh, but you want to bring Simon on to figure out, to distill which? Yes. Okay, so, all right, so well, hold on. Let's, before Simon comes on, okay. let's, let's note. We agree on New England minus seven. Yes. And Do we agree on Tampa Bay? Yes. Okay. We agree on Tampa Bay. Uh, nine and a half. Plus nine and a half. It'll probably be higher when it comes out. Right. Uh, Simon. And now, a word from a wise guy with Simon Hunter. Simon Hunter. Listen, Simon, you're in New Jersey. You could bet, uh, you could go take advantage of that uh, ActionPod promo code at PointsBet, get your 200% deposit match. I could, and I did. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Nice job, brother. I got on uh, points bet early. I love I love that style. That's kind of uh, what they do on there. It's kind of like a offshore thing. Lightning. So it's awesome that uh, a place in America is doing it now. So definitely definitely haven't had the luck of that Baltimore guy week one, but yeah, I, I've had some good weeks with it. So, that was so, a uh, a good one with uh, the Bucks over last week with the Giants. That was a really good one with that. So quickly for our listeners, it's basically like you put down per point. You figure out you do it against the spread. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy in Baltimore, he he took the Ravens minus six, so thirty thousand dollars a point. So starting at seven, when the Ravens went up by seven, it was thirty thousand eight, sixty thousand nine, ninety thousand. <laughs> and then the thing is, you have to put a stop loss on it because it could go the other way. So once the Ravens, if the Ravens won by five, he would have lost thirty thousand, and so on and so on. He had a stop loss of six hundred thousand. He would have made $1.7 million if he didn't have any stop losses. But yes, that was incredible PR for points bet. Then this past week, I took the under on LSU Vanderbilt. 61 points. They scored 104. Thank God for my family. I had a stop loss of $150. Otherwise, I would maybe not be here. <laughs> This is all. Listen, this is all the the promo that we need to give points bet. Action Pod is the promo code. Go to points bet, check it out, get your deposit match. Let's get to the action here. Uh, so far, 
So far, Darren and I agree on the Patriots minus seven and Tampa Bay plus whatever it's going to be, nine, nine and, and, and a half, half or ten. Yeah. Uh, Darren, tell Simon the stat you told me about this morning when I walked into the office with the Patriots. The Patriots are like, over the, since 2010, the Patriots are 63.6% uh, in terms of against the spread since 2010. The next best number are the Packers, uh, which they're 56.3% against the spread since 2010. That's a huge margin. Huge! Simon, how do we not bet the Patriots here? The, the sharpest thing every year is as soon as all the lines come out in April or May, whatever your book is, just take $1,000 and put it on the Pats to win the AFC. I mean, if, what is it, nine years? I feel like it's hit, or yeah. like seven out of nine years. But uh, this week... I actually had this like I go like I do when I do season total like over unders like win totals. Um, obviously, always take the Pats over. I had this down for a loss, and I think the look ahead line was um, it, it might have been eight or nine, and I think it reopened maybe six and a half or seven. And now I'm seeing sometimes I'm seeing some books read seven and a half for the Bills. I mean, I can't take, talk you off because everything you just said. I mean, it's the Patriots. The the public takes the Patriots and the Patriots cover it. Vegas, they don't know what to do about it. They have never over-adjusted with it. I mean, you just read those numbers. But um, this is definitely a trap spot for the Patriots. This is like a nice little game where you take um, the Bills' money line. I disagree with you. Totally disagree with you. I think the Bills are getting way overrated. I think the reason the look-ahead line, the line changed so much from the look-ahead line, the Bills have struggled mightily uh, to beat the Bengals. They played, they struggled to beat the Jets. And they obviously played really well against the Giants. Those are bad teams that they're struggling to beat. I think the For Patriots. Sure. I think the Patriots can go in and destroy them. I think they get exposed. I think I their balloon has popped this week. But I think you're looking at a Patriots team that actually has a really banged up offensive line. I think Edelman's going to be out this game. Um, I get the mentality. I mean, on like what you're saying, the Patriots look like they're a force right now. But what they really do, they beat up the Jets, they beat up the Dolphins, and they beat up. Pittsburgh opening night at home. So, I mean, I, I know what you're saying. I think I still think the Patriots, they're obviously a really good team, but this is just a classic Patriots loss. But I, I, I can, I'll can, i take it with you guys. You both okay. want it. I can't, can't get you off. I don't know. Simon just actually used all of my logic on the Bills, on the Patriots, and it made me rethink everything. And no, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let me hold your up. hand, Chad. We're going to do We're it? We're going. Yep. What do you think of Tampa well, I, Bay? I like I like your, um, I like the Bucks, man. I love that idea because I think I pinged, I pinged it right. It was... I don't. I didn't get why that line wasn't seven with the Rams. I think it ended. They won by seven, um, sharper than Vegas. Uh, of course. But I. It was. They didn't look good again. I, I really don't know what's up with them. I mean, if Cleveland wasn't such an incompetent coach with Kitchens, I, I think Cleveland probably would have won that game. But I love. I love the Bucks here. That seems like an ugly, ugly late cover. But they're going to be. They're going to be another. I and mean, we hit it with Detroit last week, the public yes. dog. So, I mean, I, I can't talk you off it again. It's a good public dog again, the Bucks. Uh, what number do you have that game at? Uh, I mean, I got a bunch of – I have two different books up, but I'm seeing one book with 11, and I'm seeing one like with a lot of juice, minus 128, and I'm seeing another book with 10.5. No, I mean, what number, like, how did you power rate that game? Uh, so I had that at Rams uh, minus 7.5. All right. Okay. 
So, I mean, we're not getting crazy amount of points, but still three points. I think it's going to probably close at 10 and a half. Right. No yeah. matter where it goes, we're on. I think we're on that game. Yeah. I think it's going to yep. go up. Yep. All right. What do you think of this one, Simon? Which Darren mentioned, which I actually love. The Vikings plus two and a half at Chicago. This is another huge week where the, the Joes were pros. The Joes have had a good good run here of these these like obvious standout favorites. Why wouldn't you take it hitting? Um, I honestly like the Bears, but it's one of those things because it's Bears defense at home and it's Kirk Cousins on the road. But um, Minnesota is a is a very I don't want to say it's the biggest Joe public play of the week, but it it, re- it really might yeah, be. Yeah, because their offense last week and it hit. Yeah, it's because they're. I mean, obviously, I'm Joe Public, so it's because their offense and the way it looks and the the highlights and everything, and that's the Joe Public play. All right, so so let's and show. Mitch looked Mitch looked bad again, even in that win. I mean, he looked good for a half, but he doesn't look. People still aren't going to trust Mitch because in everyone's mind, Mitch is still just that's a true. That is for true. Nagy, but. Uh, I do. I do like the Bears in that spot. Okay, so can we hold on that? What about J- Daniel Jones against the Redskins? My man, Daniel Jones. That was a that was a great, great, great win. I mean, that was hilarious. The, the Bucks being favored six points against anybody. I don't care if it's a rookie. <laughs> that was uh that was an easy one. But this this is a, the, I mean, if you guys really want, we can take it because it's it's a nice number. I'm seeing like minus two and a half, three, and Redskins looked like a team that. Gave up pretty much at home on Monday night. They were horrible. Um, but the only worry with me is the Giants' defense. If you look at any site, they're graded out as by far the worst, worst secondary maybe in football. And the Washington—they're bad, but they—they got—they got some good receivers. And Keenum's not—he'll throw—he'll throw picks, but he'll also throw deep touchdowns. Um, All right. Well, I got—I got to put that as a lean. I definitely put that as a lean Giants though. I got a 3 p.m. snack, so we're going to have to hurry up here. All right. Uh, we're playing for 1.5 million here, Darren. Yeah, Darren, rush the, come on. We eat a snack. We're not going to get your freaking Vienna snacks right now. We're trying to, Unbelievable. trying to make enough money to buy the company, okay? <laughs> uh, Simon, I'm going to ask you for your leans in a second, but I want to throw two more games at you. Uh, Arizona, I want three more games. Arizona plus five. I mean, I... I, I liked cards last week with the the kid that was the backup for Carolina, and they really, really laid an egg. And Seattle looked absolutely terrible against the Saints. That was a really good trap game. I think we were in between that one and the Vikings. Either one was a no-sweat for us, so that, that worked out. But I do think that I, I I love these divisional games with these kind of points where it's like, as a sharp, you got to take the Cardinals. But if we're doing super contests, I do Seahawks. It's, if, if, I'd be less mad at myself. But I, I would stay away from that one because it's a divisional game. All right, crossing it off. Jacksonville plus three. I mean, I'm me and you, my man, won on the Jags last week. I mean, I love Minshew. Um, and Denver, I still don't even think they have a sack yet, which is probably the craziest thing to happen this season. Um, Fans, you made take, Von Miller disappear. <laughs> you're taking a road, a road rookie against Denver's defense at home. It's it, it does. That's what I'm saying. It's a tough week where it's like really going to be Sharps versus Joe's. I mean, the, the the public play is definitely the Jags, and I like I like that the number's sitting at three, but it's, 
that's a tough that like that we might be able to find a better road team to take like um the real a real chalky one I do like this week is just the Chiefs. Yes. That was my fr- that's my first pick. All that, right. That's like a, that's a, that's a real chalky one that's like they not that I mean Baltimore got lucky with that late cover. You definitely saw them take the foot off the gas when they were up twelve, and I I, I don't see Detroit being able to keep up. I don't either with the Chiefs. Yeah. But I don't I don't like that it's at seven. If it stays at six and a half for the contest, I'd like it because I don't like getting pushes in the contest. Well, you're making some really interesting points here, like. The way you think about these things from a contest perspective, and the way you think about these mm. things right, from a gambling perspective, in my personal life. Yeah, you like, don't. You don't want to push. Go, you're trying to go minimum. You're trying to lower the risk every week to go along here. Like, like I told you last week, I like the Bengals and I like the Jags, but like you guys weren't feeling it, which I get. It's because you're we're trying not to go these crazy sharp risky plays. But I don't mind doing sharp risky plays. I do. Darren does. <laughs> So, I mean, because the, the line that the line that stands out that just this week, like last week, I liked the Saints because that line stunk. I, it was weird. And again, this week, why why are the Cowboys minus two and a half at New Orleans? See, I was taking that. And the, the sharp the sharpest thing in the world is to take the Saints here. I mean, how do you not take that number? That is literally Vegas is giving you money if you're taking the Saints because they're they're pretty much saying to you, everyone in the world, come bet Sunday night on the Cowboys. Dude, we're so taking that, it. That's a really smart line, as a Saints. We're taking the Saints. We okay, are... well, let me just throw. No, 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 no. Uh, look at me. <laughs> look at me. We're agreeing. We're taking the Saints. Right now, I have four games on the board that we're taking. New England minus seven. Tampa Bay plus it's whatever. You got to stay at minus seven though, because I don't know. I don't know about the seven and a half, minus seven and a half. Uh, New England minus seven. Tampa Bay plus whatever. KC minus six and a half. We don't want the seven. Saints plus two and a half. Okay. Now, do you guys want to go chalk here again for the last one, or you want you want you're looking for a sharp number? Because I would like to, do to chalk. We can do the Giants one. I would like guys. to do either the I need your approval. I would like to do with Chad's approval, of course. Either the Giants or the Vikings. Those are the two games that I'm asking. You guys could take either one of those, but those I want that for the last slot. Um, which one will we hate ourselves less for? Will you hate yourselves less for Danny Dimes yes. failing? Or, for me, uh, for me, I would. Well, let me, Simon, you were going to say one more, like, sharp line, because then I have an idea after that. Tell me your sharp line. Uh, for this week, the, the Houston, like, after what they did against the Chargers, why, why, would, why is everyone's going to be taking that minus four against Carolina? But I do like Houston. It's a weird spot where I, I like I like that look with Houston as well, because um, it's tough. It's tough in this league to win two road games in a row, let alone if you're a rookie quarterback. So listen, so I agree with I you. I like I like the public. I like that public line too of Houston. I love that game. I actually told Darren I oh, love that, that game. Me then. That scares me then. Oh come on, <laughs> come on. Simon, be on my side. It, it might be too easy. It really actually might be too easy. Like, I love the Texans, and I think they're entering, they're, they're like in this underrated phase. But that line they already moved. Weird, they are in a weird weird thing, because everyone remembers that Jags game, too. Like, yeah. I, I honestly thought they got outplayed by the Jags. That's why I was so down on them. But they really showed up in that. I mean, they started out terrible, but they showed up the second half against the Chargers. I'll tell you but what. That's, that's a Joe versus Pro line there, that, that, that Carolina-Houston. Here's what I would say. 
Here's what I think we should do. Let's take the Texans, okay? Let's take New England, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, the Saints, and the Texans, okay? But we know it's Tuesday afternoon. The Super Contest lines come out Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. If these lines have moved, if any of these lines have moved considerably off the number we have right now, um, Texans minus five, Saints plus two and a half, KC minus six or six and a half, Tampa Bay plus nine and a half, New England minus seven. If those numbers move in the opposite direction, we backfill the first two alternatives. Our alternates are the Giants and the Vikings. Right? Okay. Deal. Simon, yeah. how did you do last week in the contest? Uh, we, we did good. We got a little unlucky. We, I knew everyone was going to be on that Baltimore one. That, that was an easy line. So we took the Chiefs. We lost on that one. But, um, yeah, I got, got, came through with the Bengals, came through with the Jags. So we had a good week. I mean, I think the guy that's leading it might have two losses. So we're two, we're two back in. We got four. And then I looked at the Super Contest the other night. What are the five guys tied for first right now? Or four with one loss? I don't look at this. So, I'm not checking until we get much deeper in the year, and I know like. Well, I like the I like the track the guys because you can tell a lot by what kind of not what kind of system and style they're using, but pretty much most of these guys they're going to be in groups that play a consistent style. So it's nice. To, it's for me. I need to do it just to figure out how I'm going to fade these guys in the fall, like the weeks coming up. But oh my God. I get what you're saying. It, it's better can, not to look. Can you imagine just, thinking about fading someone at like Simon Hunter right now is playing chess. We're not even playing checkers. <laughs> I know. We're playing tiddlywinks. Connect four. Simon Hunter yeah, I know, is going I know to win. I understand the whole pro thing, but pro, pro betters, like, I'd probably do like 150 to 200 bets a weekend, man. Like, we're just, it's all we do. It's all we care about. We're just locked in, man. Simon Hunter is looking to win $1.5 million. We're looking to throw a <laughs> dart and win $1.5 million by hitting a bullseye. Right. We are playing different games. Thank God. Simon, thank God you were coming on the podcast with us. As always, uh, your knowledge and insight uh, is invaluable, and it's getting us closer and closer to winning $1.5 million. Appreciate it, guys. Hopefully we have another week of 80% or above. That was a good week last week. Hopefully we keep it rolling. You're the best, brother. Thank you. Thanks, Simon. All right, thanks, guys. All right, this has been The Favorites from the Action Network. Download it at Apple Podcasts, radio.com. Go search for The Favorites. I am Chad Millman. My co-hosts are Bob Scucci from Boyd Gaming and Darren Ravel from the Action Network and Simon Hunter, professional better. Join us next week. Love you.